Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Coming to you on this Thursday evening. It is the 6th of May, 2021. Today was a nice day. Nice afternoon. I slept in. I felt like a I slept like a friggin' rock last night. I was so damn tired. I don't know what it was. Yesterday was a good day too. It was a long day, full day for me at the office. A lot of outflow, a lot of emotion, a lot of love. Sometimes you just, you know, you feel depleted at the end of the day. I went home. I laid it down on the carpet with my girl Momi. And then she friggin' gave me some kisses. I returned the favor. I lay spread eagle up on the carpet and started snoring. Woke up to my daughter sitting on the adjacent couch saying, Hey, Daddy, how was your day? Greeted everybody. Had some food. Fucking slept like a rock, man. There's, I tell you, there's some times where you don't sleep well. Holy shit. Then last night was not one of them. I love to, to be that tired that you're like, no problem hitting the rack, right? That's the best. It's important. But, you know, I woke up, I slept in a little bit, took care of some light business, came in for a noon start, and I've been there all ever since, so an eight-hour day for me, at least. I feel good. Today was a good day. I hit, I'd uh, put up some points on the freaking board for the good guys. I'm going to tell you a heartwarming story, I think. I think it was funny. I think it was positive. Had a lot of good stimulating conversation today. Took a cranky old man, the guy, same dude I mentioned last uh, earlier, last week maybe. Guy is fucking miserable. I broke through to him a little bit more. He just wanted to talk. He, I didn't share his... I didn't agree with what he was saying, but... It's just apparent that he's he, he, he stood talking to me towards the end of the encounter and said, yeah, you know, it's just, everything's changes. I look around and see people, and they don't look like us, and they don't speak the language, and people don't like changes, you know? They don't like changes. This is a very... A very primal thing, very, uh, you know, standard feeling, I think, that a lot of folks have. Just, we're genetically programmed to see the differences. And when things were always some, you know, one way in your community, in your world, and you realize, wow, it's not my world anymore, people are younger, and they're, they look different, and some of them don't even speak the language, they don't even try. It's a bullshit narrative, man. It's just fear. Really? God would never probably admit that, but it's just fear and ignorance of other people. I don't know what it would take for that person to, to, to see to, to see things differently. Literally. You know, that saying I keep bringing up, you know, it's not how we... We don't see the world how it is. We see it how we are. I, that's literally what's going on there. I don't like the changes. I asked him if he was ready to come out of retirement. Oh, I don't know how I'd make it today. So maybe you start a a um, fix-it business, a handyman business. You really need a lot of that. There's a lot of people out there who don't know how to do anything. 
You could be installing doorknobs for people and doing light construction stuff that would make you feel useful and make a little extra money and help people. I'm sure that that would turn this guy around or most anybody who felt that way about the world, about the world changing and about when you can't produce anything anymore, you start to have all this extra time and you're just watching the news and and seeing the differences and the things that you don't like. Is there anything you do like, Mr. Scrooge? So the heartwarming tale that I have, I mean, that's good enough, right? I talked to another guy about a camping trip he's going to go on with his family and it's He's a glamper. He never really did the whole camping with the tent and bag up your feces and all that stuff. And I told him some of my experiences in the Marines and, you know, living off the land sort of stuff. Digging cat holes and straddle trenches and turds and being in a patrol base and having to take a shit within the, within the confines, within your 360. Take a knee while your buddy takes the dump as you're on patrol. Personally, for me, movement, activity like that usually suppressed any sort of bowel or bladder function. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you got to go, you got to go. We take a knee, and uh, usually my buddy, or one buddy who always had to take a shit everywhere, take a knee and face outboard, provide security while he took a shit. Uh, so this guy's concerned about that, you know. And about sleeping with his fan and all this stuff. You need a fan. You need that stimulus. I'm big with the white noise. I'm big with a fan. You know, feeling, sensation of the wind blowing on you. The sound. Constant white noise. I just cuts through any of the whatever. Cars passing by or dogs snoring or farting or whatever the fuck. So I feel with the guy. We talked about all these different stories. <laughs> I love this guy. Such a friggin' great guy, great person. Him and his wife, and their kid comes by, looks at our shark, the shark carving I did. I met another young lady tonight, a friend of a staff member, or a family member of a staff, my friend Emily, and uh, it was her cousin. She was so sweet, very nice. She likes sharks, I like sharks. She likes uh, dogs, I love dogs. Uh, she likes to laugh, man, we made her laugh. She asked, well, are you guys always like this? And... Um. Yeah, we usually are, you know. We usually are. Healthy Balance Chiropractic is not a place that you go to get some sort of medical procedure. It's not some sanitized fucking, you know, bullshit waiting room where you sit and wait to see some fucking white coat. You know, this is, I'm not sugarcoating shit, chiropractic is no panacea, it helps you, it'll get you out of pain, it's not going to boost your immune system and allow you to beat COVID, it's not going to cure the common cold, Um, I'm not going to unblock some pinched nerve that is disrupting your fertility, it's just, it's, it's, it's very unlikely, all right, what is likely is that if you come in with back pain, Spinal pain, joint pain, muscle aches, stress-related stuff, postural consideration. If you got any of that stuff going on, I know how to fix you. I'm going to make you feel better. I'm going to drop your pain down to next to nothing. I'm going to give you your mobility back. I'm going to educate you about your problem. That's it. 
you got arthritis. Am I gonna am I gonna negate that? Fuck no. But I can get you out of pain very quickly and give you your quality of life back. And some of the best things that I can do are give a shit about you and actually care uh, about you and um, share some stories, share some laughter. It's therapeutic to you. It's therapeutic to me. It's love. The secret ingredient is always love. That's true. That's no bullshit. So in that sense, we are a very authentic place of business. Uh, you know, this is, we're not making widgets here. We're helping people. And so to see somebody who's never been adjusted before, who's in healthcare as a nurse on the medical side, never seen some of the Patch Adams shit that we do, I guarantee that. Fucking laugh, we do impressions, we care, we tell stories, we listen, um, we love. And um, that's 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 my specialty. That's my technique. And I'm not bragging about that. It's the way things are. And that's coming from the heart. Well, this <clears throat> especially heartwarming tale is... so. I've been going through all these um, processes recently to refinance our, not only my home loan, not only my home loan, but the office. So I, I know everybody talks about these uh, advantages of being a small business owner in America, but sometimes you get your ass kicked and the little guy just gets trampled on. For years I paid out through the butthole uh, for insurance for my family, you know, $1,000 or more a month for a family, or for a young family, fucking highway robbery in the greatest country in the world, right? Let's look real seriously at that, at that public option, my friends. So there, I get, get that stuck in your butt, and then, um, in order to, I own the office, the premises, I operate on the premises, um, every five years, for whatever reason, like you have a home mortgage, it's what, 20, 30 years long? Business, business mortgage, to own a building, it's a five-year deal. So it might be 15 years in total, but every five years they put you under a magnifying glass, put you under a microscope and, um, and examine everything they want to do. you got to get a damn appraisal for the premises. They want $1,500. <clears throat> to inspect this premise, the premises. I talked him down, but I'm about about a thousand dollars. I got to pay these dickheads for them to come in and look. You know, for a home mortgage or a residential, it's like three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars max. These motherfuckers better be crawling up and over everything. You know, checking the integrity of every freaking brick and every lump of concrete and every damn light fixture. I want to get your asses in there, you know, earn your money and tell you that right now. I want to know that you've been there. So, um, so I've been doing these refis and it's a pain in the ass because you got to provide all this financial information and I got to contact my bookkeeper and my accountant and they have to in turn come or, you know, generate these reports. So I got to pay them in order to find out how much I gotta pay somebody else and how much this is worth and 
what are your financials, how much money you make, and that's always a tense exchange, right? Because you, this is, I'm putting my heart and soul, if it's really about all the love, well, I also, in order to keep giving love, I need to make money, right? So I do. I, I, I run a pretty good business for a small, for a, a, a sole proprietor. I run a pretty good, profitable business. Unfortunately, it relies completely upon me, right? I got some help, but nobody can do my job, per se. Anyway, I want to find out. I want to look at the future. Like 20 years from now, when I finally throttle back or altogether just, you know, pass the torch to another doctor. 15, 20 years from now, I'll be 60 years old. 65. By that time, I want to have the loan. I want to. I want my shit paid off. I want these these businesses. These. Uh, I want to have put a shitload of money away for retirement. I want to have you know a nest egg. I want to be able to sell these my both my home and my office and do whatever I want to do with the rest of my life. You know. So I reached out to the borough to find out what the zoning was because do I want to find out do I do I um, is it business? Is it commercial zoning, or is it residential? Because I have people living in apartments and in homes to my left and right. Yet myself and uh, a couple other businesses on the street, you know, we can operate. So they're commercial spaces historically. So I asked this woman, and she's hit me with all these scripts. Well, this is what we can do, and da 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 da. And I'm trying to get some sort of like humanity from her, just like, hey, well, this is where I'm going from, if you have anybody I could talk to about the zoning, and, you know, what, you know, what it would take, and what kind of other businesses um, in the area maybe have turned into a residence, or what could I sell this as, I sell it as a home, or does it have to be sold as an office, and I wonder what kind of shape the, you know, the, these markets, residential versus commercial realty markets going to be like in 15, 20 years, no way of knowing, right? But I want to just, I'm tired of being surprised by things. Surprised by, hey, you need to, you know, this much for an appraisal. This is the rate. This is this, that, and the other thing. I feel like Americans, and I've mentioned this before in the podcast, we don't really know a lot of this stuff. We're not familiar, we're not comfortable with stuff like this, like rates and terms. And you have to do it for a while. You have to go through it for a while, a few times, before you really start to understand things. And, um, you know, like, let's say when you bought your first house, did you really have any sort of idea? You just wanted to get in that house. You didn't really care. It could have given you a, an elevated rate and a crazy variable rate with a weird term. You know, they, they could have charged you whatever, whatever. In a lot of cases, people just want that first home. They're willing to do anything to get in there. And so, you know, I was no different. When I bought this practice, it was 16 years ago this summer. And I borrowed some money from my father and bought the building, bought the practice. I run the practice. I've done okay. Done well. But I want to be down the road. I want to plan. I really... At 46 now with two teenage children, I want to plan 
for, you know, for the next several years. I want to be really smart. I'm going to work my ass off. I want to, I want to put some money away. I want to be able to sell this building someday. They say that real estate is always a good investment. Why well, I own this building? So I'm talking to this woman, and she just was reading off the scripts, and she didn't seem like she cared at all about any of it. And was when I would try to, you know, bring, you know, ask her a sincere question, she'd be like, "Well, all I can tell you, sir, is thinking like you really want to be." having this kind of dialogue with somebody you really want to have this board and they make this conversation like help so little I know you're working for the government and you got your scripts and what you can recommend and you don't really get it it's not in your business to get into da, 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 da. but can you please just act like a human being give me a little of a personal touch and I told her a joke I told her the joke about the furniture company and she freaking burst out laughing I said yeah you know I just got one more question I'll tell you what I, I got these freaking people from the furniture company they keep calling me so oh yeah yeah we get a lot of telemarketers uh, I said yeah well I guess they want me to come back I told them it's just about I, for me it was just about that one nightstand she's like <laughs> I said yeah how about that? And then immediately she softened up after that. She goes, well, you know, um, I can tell you that sometimes people, um, they will get a variance sometimes. They, they, there's been people, there's been businesses that have turned into um, residences and vice versa. And so you can get a variance for that. You just need to bring it in front of the board, da 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 whatever. And I'm thinking, that's all that I want you to do is just give me a little bit of uh, um, some information. Give me a, a first-hand example. Give me something that you ain't got to give me, you know, like bolster my hopes about anything. I'm just, I'm just wondering that when the time comes that I may sell this, this, the premises there, will I be able to sell it as a, an office space? or a business, or both, or either, you know what I mean? I just want to gather intel so that maybe when the time comes, I will have some sense of what it's going to take. And she completely opened right up. As soon as I told her that joke, she became a human being and ceased being a robot. You know, we don't want robots to replace us. Well, then... We're going to need to keep the personality in the person, you know? We're going to need to do that, to retain some sort of substance, some sort of charisma, some sort of uh, core, uh, collaboration, engagement. We're going to need to act like human beings, genuine. And I feel like I was able to break through. To crack the shell, which is, as I you know, mentioned before, I tell these dad jokes and I do tell stories and, and have conversations that other people, they're not going to have. Why? Why wouldn't you have a conversation that was interesting or funny? You know, I talked to this, this young lady tonight. Again, first encounter with a chiropractor. I met her 
you know, straight up front said, hey, here's the deal. You know, chiropractic, your back hurts, it'll help you. You know, vast majority of time, if somebody comes in with an uncomplicated low back pain, I can help you. I can fix you. I can educate you on the situation, teach you how to keep it fixed. She's into sharks. I said, you know what? I'll tell you what. She showed me all her shark tattoos. I showed her my shark tattoo, a hammerhead on my right shoulder. I said, you know what? When I go down the beach and people are scared to go in the, the ocean, I said, you know what? If I got eaten by a shark, it would. There, there are worse deaths than that. You know? At least you could have a little conversation with me. So, Dad got his, you know, got eaten alive by a shark. A man eater off the coast of the Atlantic seashore. Um, you know, we didn't think that they, there were any lurking in the area. All of a sudden, we saw a fin and a big great white shark or hammerhead or whatever ate him. He had often said that it was his totem animal, which I believe it is. I have some totem animals, some animals that speak to me that I feel like I have a kinship with. They embody me a little bit and share their spirit. And they are a shark, most any shark, but I like hammerheads, and also the red-tailed hawk. I'm big into those as well. Those are my two two totem animals. So if I was a Native American, I, I would want those incorporated into my name, my spirit name, or whatever the fuck. Um... So, you know, that's my question for it. You know, look, I mean, the assertion, if you don't want to be replaced by AI, by some robot or some recording, voice recording, some simulation, then you better start acting in a unique way. You better start uh, imparting a little bit of personality into, you know, appropriately, professionally into the environment. Well, some people might say, oh, well, you know, this is these people are always laughing, they're always telling jokes, and, uh, this is the best fucking healing that I can do, I didn't learn any of that in school, I made a lot of it up, I incorporated it along the way, something amuses me, makes me laugh, you listen to people, you give a shit about them, you get to know them and their family, you're honest with them, tell some stories, evoke some kind of emotion, that's art, life is art, and healthy balance is art, um, so, yeah, that's what went on today, I'm, I'm tired, fucking tomorrow's another day, have its challenges, and I'm gonna meet him head on, I'm gonna fucking laugh, and I'm gonna be kind to people, I'm gonna help everyone I can, and when three o'clock happens, those doors close, and another chapter closes. I go home, spend time with my family. And recharge my batteries for the week. Ha! Huh. I don't know if I shared this with you, but I saw this cool meme that I really love. It's called, Lose the Drama and Recharge with the Mama. Mother Earth, right? Lose the drama and recharge with the mama. I 
<laughs> it's so true. I talked about that again today as well with uh, some different folks, you know. That into the wild, call of the wild, um, uh, zeal for the natural world, enthusiasm for getting out, with observing the trees blooming and the flowers popping and and life. You know that smell when you go down an old country road in the summer, and all the spring peepers are out. smell that you know the moisture and the you know that I don't know what is it photosynthesis you smell that there's like an energy there's something that you can pick up on the pheromones of all these different plants aquatic animals and frogs turning being you know fertilized eggs fucking turning into tadpoles it's, squiggling around in the in the little roadside puddles and uh, birds in their nests and deer taking a sip out of a brook and everything you know there's something primal about that I also I'll say this in closing it's interesting to me I've talked to a few people if they have newborns or they have um, young children one case grand, uh, grandchildren I talked about how the grand his grandkid um, grew grew by three pounds, put on three pounds in the last in a month or two, and how he just constantly eats. And I said, oh, isn't that interesting? How you know a, a giraffe, a baby giraffe, is delivered, you know, slides out with its bag of waters big stretchy aquatic balloon and it busts and then this little long legged horse thing freaking awkwardly climbs to its feet and then by the end of the day it's bright eyed and bushy tailed so many animals that just come out ready to go they're plug and play but human beings, uh, it'd be interesting to find out what other animals are like us. But human beings, think about it. We nurse forever, man. We're hanging, we're dependent upon our parents for, you know, especially our mother. We're dependent upon our mother for, for years. And so how crazy is that, that, how, that it takes so long, you know, in order to, um, to develop and to be uh, generate some kind of autonomy, some sort of independence, you know. We need to be coddled and nursed and protected. I think about any other or most other animals would be, you know, really at risk. Birds, they lay a bunch of eggs and squirrels make off of them. Other birds, snakes, all that shit. 
whales. They're out there and they got their little whale offspring cruising along and orcas come up, round up the little babies and eat them. Gazelles, baby gazelles are attacked by packs of lions and hyenas and shit in the wild. Uh, you know, it took human beings cooperation. It took us, right? Homo sapiens. We know. We are the know the knowing ones. We have knowledge. We understand our place in the in in the the family tree in the world and We survive because we banded together and, hey, you poke the friggin' saber-toothed tiger with a stick and then I'm going to drop a rock on its head. Like, we had to do that or else we were fucked, man. We had to band together in order to survive and we did in communities and, and now look at us. We are so prolific, you know, having... Uh, Cultivated this uh, these capabilities. It's interesting. Where we are now, you know. Anyway, I'm done talking. You guys have a wonderful night. <laughs>